To serve great food is to create memories for your customers. But it takes more than luck. It takes consistency, creativity, and the drive to see things through. And every day, the stakes are high, which means it's time to stand up from your computer and start getting real. To own your kitchen is to own your bottom line. This is the real world. And now... This is the real world. And now... This is the real world. And now is the time to foodify your business. So why do we start the F Your Business movement? What are these challenges? Well, at the heart of the debate is a question of quality. Is fresh always better? Or can frozen items provide the same quality and consistency? We'll be exploring the pros and cons of both options and sharing tips on how to make the best decision for your restaurant. We believe that quality doesn't have to be difficult. And with the right approach, you can provide your customers with delicious, high-quality food that they'll keep coming back for. So join us as we venture through the challenge and uncover the truth behind Fresh versus Frozen. Hey, everyone. Welcome to F Your Business Podcast. I'm Scott. We have Chris here. I guess the first question, Chris, we're going to ask. Do you think they put us on a podcast after the webinar because we were too ugly for video or they like we had to say that's the only explanation i could come up with yeah that's what i was thinking so we are making some burgers today right uh, we got some burgers cooking maybe you can hear it in the background so we're talking about food costs we're talking about food quality so chris what we got going on you're man the grill right now well, the big part right we're, we're we're trying to figure out fresh versus frozen i'm a firm believer in fresh wins every time so we have some frozen burgers here, and we have some fresh burgers, and we're going to... And we went top of the line frozen too, right? We, we went with the, the good ones just to well, we, at least give them a fair shot. Well, we went with one of the better ones for sure, one of the most popular. So we definitely didn't want to cheat them in any way. But uh, basically is what we're going to find out here. We're going to have some people do a taste test, and we're going to see which one they prefer. And then obviously we got the you know the cost basis in it. There's a lot that goes into that, right? We, we got quality. We got price, we got... And one of the things I, I think that people don't realize is fresh actually is cheaper to prepare than the frozen. Everyone's on the assumption that frozen is cheaper, and it's not. It, it's an inferior quality, so always go fresh. Your food costs will be better, and we're going to break it down for you. Your food costs will be better, and you're going to serve a better product to you get. And quicker, right? How, how long have those frozen burgers been cooking? Right? Well, the frozen burgers been on for a good 10 minutes now, and they still got a few to go, where the fresh is probably going to cook for about six minutes. So it's at least half the time. Hey, Chris, can I get my uh, my frozen burger rare? Rare? How about that? Can you make that rare for me? Oh, not a frozen burger, you can't. <laughs> we'll go one, one size fits all, I guess, That's right? We'll go, we'll go right to mid well or well done. And, you know, you got to make sure you cook all that water out of those frozen burgers. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're not going to get the same weight we got into when we started on the... No, you can see them shrinking down already. Yeah, and if you look at the fresh, they're holding their size. Yeah, third pound is starting to look more like uh, not a third pound on one side here. Right. But uh, so, so you figured out the food cost. So let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, so frozen burgers, we're going to say about two fifty per burger. So we're at two fifty for the frozen burgers and, per and, patty, and that's we're only we're only counting burger, cheese, and bun. Well, that, yeah, and two fifty is the burger itself, right? The so frozen. figure you're going to add another, you want to call it a buck for the the, the roll and the cheese that's there. Yeah, we're going with a brioche bun. The brioche bun is roughly seventy to seventy five cents. So that's me opening it. Yeah. yeah, that's the brioche. 
so we're going with that and again that's roughly 70 75 cents going with two pieces of American cheese that's roughly you know, we're going to go 25 cent on that for, which is you know at, you know going high than what it really is so you yeah. gotta figure we're about 350 all in for our frozen burgers, burgers. fun you know a couple ounces of cheese right okay I'm in on that all right raw burger so now that's a damn look, good looking burger from there. That's a great right, looking so, burger. So on that, we're looking at $1.10 for the burger. Right, so burger itself, we'll add the same dollar in. So we're in for about two ten, opposed to the three fifty. Right, which is, right there just shows you fresh is better. It doesn't only taste better, but it's a better profit margin for your restaurant. And Scott was, was saying, if you want to sell this frozen burger and make the same Margin off, but you have to sell for about three bucks more than what you sell a fresh burger for. Yeah, exactly, right? If you're, if you're trying to get to around that, you know, let's call it 30% give or take food cost, yeah, then your multiplier is going to be an extra few bucks. So now you're getting a, a burger that's probably less ounces, doesn't look as good. We can't offer a temperature, and we're going to have to charge three bucks more. Oh. I, I, I think it speaks for itself. <laughs> we didn't taste test yet, but I, I think we know where the answer is going. I think we're all really sure where the answer is going. All right, so we're taking the frozen burgers off the grill now. They look all right. I mean, they look like a frozen burger would. Right. They did a hell of a job cooking them. They look like what a frozen burger is supposed to look like. But at the same time, it's, it's not going to be anything like a fresh burger. So we're going to give it a few minutes. Got some cheese on it. Cheese them up. Get the buns ready. Lay all the buns out on here. Don't worry about the plate. We'll, and mix up, you know, the brioche, the seed. We got a couple different rolls here with us. We priced out the most expensive one, which is the brioche. But we got some regular hamburger buns that are seeded. It's always a good option. Yeah, I think a lot of people when they're, you know, restaurants are selling the burgers, they kind of forget how important the bun is to the burger, right? You, oh, you make a beautiful burger and you put it on. The, the bun's half of it. Yeah. Absolutely half of it. Uh, you know, and you also got to make sure your burger to bun ratio is correct. You don't want a, a burger that sits in the middle of it. And you got all the bread around the outside. Well, you don't want a burger that's falling over the outside and it's too much for the bun. It, the bun to hamburger ratio has to be equal. We're flipping over the fresh burgers. They got a beautiful crust on them. Yeah, and, and what, for, for these, really wasn't much prep, right, Chris? Looks like some salt and pepper on there. Just give it a nice sear. So what we do is salt and pepper on the top of the burger, and you put that down first, get a nice sear. That gives you a nice crust. That's all the seasoning you need, salt and pepper. And I, I did the same treatment to both, the frozen and the fresh, just to be fair. Now that we are full <laughs> and we did our taste test, Chris, I, the entire team here at the Largo Group, and... Again, accountants, restaurant people, combination of people that tried all the burgers. Let's right. start with that. Yeah. So everyone tried them. We went through. They noticed the size difference between the frozen and the fresh, which was a good catch by them. Overwhelmingly, they picked the fresh burger over the frozen, which wasn't a surprise. <laughs> they would. Again, you know, we go back to the cost of it. You could serve two Burgers from the fresh and only one from the frozen for, for the same cost. So 
And I tried to cheat, Chris. I tried. I got the best. <laughs> I got the best, best burgers. A little sweet onion frozen burger. You tried. I thought there might be a chance to take out the competition with that. You tried. You could put barbecue sauce on it. <laughs> it wasn't going to go. Well, and I think what was interesting is the size difference. Like when you walked in the room, yeah. you could immediately tell, which was a surprise to me. I wouldn't have thought that you could tell as quickly. Right. So it is interesting to think if you're serving that, like you really can visually see yeah. such yeah. a difference. And they were the same exact size. They were all third of a pound. And uh, all the water cooks out of the frozen. And it doesn't out of the fresh, obviously. But basically goes right to well done, right? Right. Frozen right frozen to well. Frozen to well done. There's no in between. Now, talk a little bit about, do you think there would be a big difference in prep, like, later No, it, it literally takes a second to, to, to get a hamburger ready. I mean, if, if you were going to, you know, a lot of places roll them out fresh every day, and you could do, like, 10 pounds of hamburger inside of 10 minutes. It's a simple process. It's because uh, you don't want to over-roll them. You want to roll them real loose, smash them down, form them into a patty. And then when you put them on the grill, put salt and pepper on top. And when you cook the side of the salt and pepper, it makes a crust, which gives it a great texture. Yeah, and what's interesting is when you taste it, like Scott said, the one, the frozen one had a lot of seasoning. You could taste, like it was very, like, I think it was, I thought it was a little too salty. It's a lot of sodium. It's yeah, frozen. it was a lot. Yeah. But on the fresh side, you only use salt and pepper, Just but it had a pepper. great taste. That's it. That's all it needs. You know, simple is better. Yeah. You know, and we didn't add any condiments to it, which always make a burger better as well. Tomato, onion, lettuce. You know, a one sauce of ketchup, mustard. So we didn't do any of that. It was just plain burger with uh, with cheese. I think another interesting thing is the fact that we use the same type of bun for both sides. So no matter what, quality doesn't have to be difficult. Even if you add a quality item to something that's, you know, not as fresh, it doesn't necessarily mean that it makes the overall taste better. Versus when you're going fresh for the entire entree itself. Yeah, I agree. And also, if you look at the bun-burger ratio, the fresh burger covers the whole bun. The frozen burger shrinks down inside of it, and there's a lot of bread around the rim. So the ratio is not correct. Yeah. So what are some of the misconceptions? And if I was someone who's like going to add a burger to my menu, what would be some of the misconceptions or the reasons why I might that think frozen is better? Frozen's cheaper. I mean, they don't realize it's not. It's just, you know, it's a, it's just integrated into them that frozen is cheaper. Okay. Right? And it's definitely not. And it's definitely not nowhere near the burger. So your quality is less and you're paying double the price. I think people think they can't manage the prep size, where if you're a manager or owner, you don't need to check every burger. Just walk over. Someone's prepping. Just spot check a couple on a scale. That's all. It's, it's not all hard to make sure. If you're going to stand there and, and check them the whole time, you might as well do it yourself. Right? Okay. Spot checking like anything else. You spot check them. Even once they're rolled out, formed into a patty in the walk-in, walk-in over your skill. Throw a couple on there. Took about the same time as taking the little wrapper off the frozen one. It was right? actually fast. It was pretty close. Yeah, it was pretty with, quick. With the wrapper on the frozen ones. It was stuck to it. Was a little paper on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're right, though. That is the other misconception is the risk factor. Right? If I'm going to add a burger and meat isn't really something I do a lot of, like, is there a lot of added risk with fresh? Yeah. And, and I know people worry about if it's frozen, it could stay in there. I don't have to worry about like, you know, oh, it's going to go bad. You have to know your business. You know, you have a product mix for a reason. You look at it. You say, okay, we sold 10 burgers last Monday, for example. So, no, I'm going to make 15 
this week because we want to try to pump it up, you know, word of mouth, try to sell it a little more. And you do that day by day and you make what you need for the day. And it, it doesn't get any simpler. That's, and again, use your product mix. That's why it's there. And I think the other thing Scott brought up was talk a little bit about the idea of a taste at the beginning of a shift. I think when you're, whether it's a burger or French fry or anything you're cooking, I mean, I think you got to start with, we're about to open the restaurant. This is the best food we're going to serve all day, right? We're not a hundred percent when we open. Our product's not fresh. We're not cooking our best burger to a perfect temperature. What's it going to be like when you're busy and your manager owner is not staying there trying with the staff? I think that's the other part of it is it's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better later. And I think if we can't put a, pr- a perfect product when we open the doors out, we're, we're lost. We've lost the game. We're not going to win later. All right. No, you know, that's a line check, right? You got to go through it. You got to taste everything. You know, you got to look at it. You got to touch it. You got to smell it. It's, you know, this is your product. It's what you're serving to your people. It's your business. You have to know that it's fresh and, and it's, you know, it's up to your standards that you want to serve. You won't serve it to your family, then don't serve it in your restaurant. Yeah, and talk to us a little bit, because I think you're right. Like, I think not letting fear hold you back, right? You want to serve something quality. You want to serve something good. Talk to us a little bit about, like, how would you develop kind of that checklist? If you were if you were going to serve a burger, what are the things that you would be checking to make sure that it's there? Because a lot of technology now, you could take a picture, right? And, and you don't even have to be standing there. But what are some of the things that you would look for if you're going to bring fresh on your menu? <laughs> I mean, I think, A, it starts with the ordering, right? You're ordering the right product from the right purveyor, vendor, make sure you get quality product in. And that's what we already did, right? We started with frozen versus fresh to figure out which one we should bring in. And then making sure, obviously, that it's perfect when we're cooking it. What's the right prep size look like? How is someone validating that? Whose job is to validate that? I think that's where a lot of people forget is you can have every great system in place but if there's not on someone's checklist to check the burger prep size or to check the, is it old or not old? Is it fresh? You're not getting a good burger. And our consumer's pretty smart. I mean, you can put whatever you want on it. Put some pulled pork on your burger, your barbecue sauce, your onion ring. If it's a sucky burger, it's going to suck. I'm sorry. Like, right, Chris? You're not it's not, fixing it. doesn't not matter what's it. on it. Right. You're not covering it up. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and that's why everything should be dated label, you know, with the date that you prepped it and the date that it expires. And, and there are no judgment calls. Well, you know, it, it looks good. No, it don't. <laughs> it's almost, it's <laughs> almost. <laughs> it's almost no good. <laughs> no, it's no good. Throw it away. <laughs> yeah. But again, you know, if, if you are really going through your product mix, you're not going to have that problem. And by chance, you did have a slow day, something happened. Your burger could be turned into something else. You're going to your chili. There's something you could do with it. You, you don't have to lose it. Yeah. I think another thing to look at too, like we know quality is important, but consistency. So I think with something that's fresh, you can be more consistent because you know the product versus frozen, you know, that brand might change or go through their own internal changes that will affect the product that you put out. Oh, absolutely. If you're doing it yourself, it's consistent, right? You're buying it out of a box. You don't know. Mm-hmm. And if they do go out of business, then you got to find a new brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But if you're, if you're serving out of a box, I don't think you're selling any anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, what's interesting is I think perception-wise, like if I were a restaurant, you, know, you think like, oh, if I do fresh, I'm going to have the risk that someone does a huge burger, right? Like they double the size. Right. But what's interesting is the cost difference, even if someone did, 
you know, an ounce too much right. or a little big, you still are. You're still way on <laughs> what a frozen burger cost you. Yeah. Right. But, uh, yeah, but you know, if you have the correct procedures in place, you have the right team, you know, it's, it's easy to manage. You know, it's not difficult to make a burger one third of a pound. So what's the one thing someone listening, they serve burgers on their menu, what's the one thing they should go back into their kitchen and check today? One that they're using fresh versus the frozen. And I would say the other thing is that they're, uh, they're, they're dating them, you know, for when they prep them and when they expire and checking the weight. So that's three things. Do. <laughs> and then just but go cook it. Cook it. Stuff. Try it. If, your burger, if you think your burger's terrible, your customer's going to think your burger's terrible. Like, right. I'm sorry. Like, chase your food. So, you know, from being in a business, you have something called family meal for the beginning of the day shift, right? The afternoon shift, you don't get that privilege. And we would always put things, like, things on our menu out. You know, here, go cook this. And it was I wanted to see if the cooks were really doing the job right. So, made it for family meal. And we, every day we try something different, and we and we we caught mistakes they were making, and we also found out they were doing things really well. So you know, it's an important thing to do in the morning on your opening shift with your crew. And then if somebody asks them, you know, hey, how's the burger? Oh, it's great. Just have you know family meal today. I think when you're doing that, you're looking at it from you know the perspective of all right, is the recipe made right? Let's start with that. Does it look right? Is it the right portion size? All right, and then let's move on. Let's temp it. Is it the right temperature? Is it cooked right? All right, now let's move to the next step. Now let's try to taste it. Does it taste right? The flavor right? You know, and, and kind of going through the steps of it, like anything else you would do, right? You're building something, you're starting with step A, you're going a step wherever on it to make sure that it checks all the boxes. Not just looks good and tastes terrible, not tastes good, but doesn't look good. Right. Gotta check all the boxes, like you said. You know, you want something you reserve to your own family, not something that, uh, You'd be embarrassed to serve to your family. So it sounds like everyone should serve the burger for the family meal. <laughs> I, I think it's a good place to start. It's a, it's a great place. <laughs> if you're not cooking a burger, right? I don't think we're going to get to fillets or anything else correctly, no, right? Would that be fair, That's Chris? where you start. You start at the burger. That's how you learn how to cook. That's where you learn your temper. Well, we're so excited for our After Business podcast. I think it's uh, really interesting to get the insight on food because our belief really is that Food can be a driver of profits, that we don't have to be afraid of it, but there isn't a reason why we can't serve quality to our customers and also have it improve our bottom line. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us this week on F Your Business podcast. Whether you're a restaurant owner, chef, or server, we believe that everyone in the hospitality industry deserves access to the knowledge and tools they need to succeed. Make sure to visit our website, fyourbusinessmovement.com, where you can subscribe to the show and stay up to date on current offerings.